Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. This time it's all about your bookings and your availability of your units. So it depends whether uh, you're advertising on booking.com and Airbnb, likely that you will be. And it depends uh, on your training, what you've been taught and what you've learned through experience yourself. But from our experience, the way we had our booking set up specifically, I'm talking in relation to your minimum stay and your availability, um, it depends on what you've learned to what you actually do and how you have your um, minimum minimum stay set up on those platforms and any other platforms you've got. A lot of corporate agents will expect you to have um, more than two nights minimum stay probably, but that's what we've had. So Pete and I, as soon as we started up our business from our training, we were advised, always have a two night minimum stay. And we've had that for about a year and a half. And that's what I'm focusing on in particular today, which might seem quite detailed, but we've actually made some changes at the weekend that have already produced results, which are quite interesting. So I thought I would share these with you. So let me go into why uh, we would actually change anything to do with minimum stays. And uh, so the first thing is that we've discovered it's potentially limiting our business quite a lot by having a two night minimum. And the second thing is you can have a belief about something because you've learnt it, but unless you actually test that, you don't really know. So rather than having um, a sort of success or catastrophe kind of thought process, you can treat everything as a test and think, okay, we'll change that and see how it works and mitigate it as well, because that's the key thing. So the thing is that if you have a minimum of a one night minimum stay, guess what you think might happen is you don't make any money because it's not potentially viable. But what I want to go through is why we would think about changing to a one night minimum. Why might that be? And I've got five points I'm going to go through and then a summary at the end. So the first reason you might change to having a uh, one night minimum stay instead of two or three nights and some people even have a week is that guests on different booking sites particularly booking.com might just put in dates from when they're going away exactly or they might just put in one night they might just think oh I wonder what that's like. And if people put in a one night stay in booking.com and you have a two night minimum set up or a three night minimum set up, then you won't actually come up in their searches at all. And so that isn't really very helpful, is it? Because <laughs> I've tested this as well. And actually, strangely, I knew this at the very beginning of when we had our service apartments because when uh, I was doing research on booking.com um, on certain properties in our area, 
and colleagues that we have there now, it would say they were booked up and then it would say sets of dates when they were were available because some of our colleagues have a three-night minimum stay and I thought, ah, that's what's going on. So I was aware of this. But actually, so even if you specifically search for a property with its name in its location, so say like we've got Queensgate and Red Hill, for example, if you search for that, then if you search for a one night stay, it will say it's sold out on those nights. So somebody who was looking to book, but think, oh, it's not available. Now it may come up with other days, but it may be that you're booked then anyway, so it might not help you. But you know, if somebody's searching for accommodation, they're not gonna search for your property, are they? Not normally, unless they've been recommended. So recommendations apart, they're just gonna be looking for a certain type of property in a certain location. And if you don't come up in that one night search, then you're not, you're not gonna get booked. So that's one really interesting point. And the second thing is that um, one of the things about a one night stay not being viable is if you have a flat rate for your stays, then yeah, I can see that potentially it might not be, but we have a rate for one guest is our standard nightly rate and then if additional guests stay so we've got room for up to four in our one beds and up to six in our two beds honestly it would average actually probably about three people in the two beds and it can be one or two in the one beds um, but sometimes we get five or six in the two beds but if people book for say one or two guests um, you can have a different rate so if people book say, say for two guests or three guests for a one night stay then we have an additional amount of money for each guest over the first one so we automatically then are getting more uh, revenue because we've got more guests staying so if we didn't have a one night stay we would miss out all those guests who needed just one night so yeah if you it depends how you structure your rate but if you have additional um, rates for every guest above one then it's going to help you the third thing is is if you don't include your cleaning fees in your rate then that means that your cleaning fees are separate and so you can add those on because the thing is that if you're only charging I don't know anywhere between 80 to I don't know 115 120 pounds a night and you've got one night and then you've got a clean coming off that which may cost you anywhere between 45 35 pounds maybe 30 pounds it depends what you pay your cleaners how long it takes to clean uh, then you know you're gonna have a huge overhead apart from your other overheads of running SA so your cleaning fee being separate really helps with the fact that if you have a single night stay you're still going to be able to cover the cost of the cleaning hi Vicky by the way good to see you and the other thing about the cleaning fee is that it's not um, on booking.com as a specific example it's not included in your commissionable rate because it's not part of the actual booking revenue it's part of your costs and again it's not part of your revenue it's part of your costs so from your accounting point of view so it's actually a really good thing to keep that separate but one of the things that I always had in my head is apart from having been taught this is that actually as a a guest booking it's nice to have everything included and not oh this is the rate but then you've got to add on a cleaning fee but actually a lot of people 
you know are probably used to that or companies certainly wouldn't mind um, from that perspective either so I think it's fairly standard for people to do that and it helps mitigate the commission obviously so those are the things about the single night stays and so I thought it would be really good to test that and something that we've been doing for over a year that you may or may not be doing is also accepting same day bookings so if somebody books up to a certain time um, so 6pm for us they can actually check in that night now initially we didn't do that um, because we were trying to avert things like parties and what have you but we still have our process of getting guests to sign T's and C's produce ID even if they book the same day so that helps with that and actually quite often we get bookings for people who are working in the area and I don't know why they haven't really planned ahead or the people in the office haven't planned ahead and so they suddenly need to stay on a Monday to a Friday or even just two or three nights uh, but they haven't thought about it before and sometimes those days can be extended because the work takes a bit longer than anticipated so that may be corporate clients or it may be contractors but contractors in particular um, I've found can book last minute too so that can really help plus you can get weekends days where people maybe have been let down by somebody else or they're just spontaneous people so actually you would miss out on those bookings if you didn't have a same day booking that you know you could actually have guests arriving the same day that they book so i would suggest doing that hi there chris good to see you and the other thing about of course so number five is that you do actually have to be ready for those same day bookings of course so if you have one lot of guests leave you've got to make sure that your property is ready for the next guest coming in straight away so some people have a checkout clean and then an additional clean to make sure it's all ready for the next guest but we tend to do it all in one so if we know what the next guest coming in would like in terms of bed configuration because we've got zip links as well as um, you know we can have king size but we do have uh, one apartment that has a double in one of the rooms as well but if we know what the guests need they might need a sofa bed we make sure that everything is available enough that we can do that quite last minute and especially because uh, Sarah, our supervisor, is highly organised, that's even more organised now. So be ready is what I'd say about that. And also if you offer a welcome pack that's bespoke, um, we do do that. And if we're able to do that for a same day guest, we would. Uh, but we do say that we don't offer it for all same day bookings. We'll do it if we can, because it's a complimentary thing to try and make it nice for guests just have the type of milk and bread and stuff that they like but we always have, would have teas and coffees and toiletries and things like that in any case so they're fairly generic so number five was be ready and interestingly our test so far has found that um, our bookings for one night stays you know, since one night stays have been allowed we have actually had two because oh, I only changed it uh, Saturday decided make an executive decision we test this out so Sunday we did get a one night booking and funnily enough so one is with Airbnb and one um, I can share with you is coming up and I haven't had the stay yet is uh, booking.com so the one with Airbnb a chap booked and he booked for one guest and I thought okay well that's fine so we've got a cleaning fee and so forth but actually it turned out he's with his family but he hadn't put in um, his other two family members so with Airbnb 
something I've only found out recently. You may know this if you're Airbnb experts. You have a resolution center where you can say to the guests, look, you know, there's actually an additional amount for extra guests. So are you happy to do this? So I made sure I did that before the guests had access to the property. He didn't have the code to check in or anything until then. Hi there, Darren. Good to see you. So you make sure that you've actually you know, got the agreement of the guests that they will pay the additional amount and then you can charge that to them um, subsequently and Airbnb because there is the you know quite tight control so you can review each other can't you so the guest um, reviews you but also you can review the guests so I think that works really well with Airbnb and I've had a couple of um, instances of doing this with the resolution center and it's actually worked out fine and sure enough this guest did stay and was absolutely fine and they were actually flying out of Gatwick the next day and their previous accommodation had obviously not worked out and they had quite a lot of stuff with them as well you know that they bought um, self-catering type groceries and what have you and they were completely happy with their stay and that worked out that was viable and that all went through with Airbnb the second example we haven't had the the guest stay yet but somebody's booked for three guests for one night and so that gives us a booking of 210 pounds which for one person it would be um, anywhere between 105 and 130 depending on our property and whether we've got uh, discounts on but so it's really worthwhile because it's for three people and you've got the separate cleaning fee so actually so far the test is showing that it was a good decision to do that and we'll monitor it and see how that works but another thing to think about so uh, I'm not going to do a number seven this is just a bonus is that some people might want to test out your service departments before looking looking to book it for a longer period so if you're not available for one night they wouldn't really be so keen to do that so a one night booking could be a you know, start of a lot longer booking in the time ahead so I think it's really a valuable thing to test out and see how you get on with it now this is bearing in mind that our vision is to have corporate bookings all the time but even with uh, guests staying week in, week out, which we particularly have had um, from a couple of different accounting companies, and last year certainly the same three people stayed right from February until December, actually weekends and things were still bookable because it was only the weekdays. So if you're aiming at corporates but you haven't got, you know, 24-7 bookings, you, your weekends are empty, then this could work out really well for you because it means you've still got that revenue coming in for those extra days. And just test it out and see how it works is my suggestion because I, I know for myself, hi there Caroline, for myself I can sometimes think things have to be very black and white but actually they don't, you know, it's really important to test and see what works for your company and certain times of the year you know you might have the odd one night slot or the odd two nights where you know getting that filled and you know if you've got your team around you to to get your cleans done in between that can really help with your revenue so it's really important even in busy times to maximize this so interesting that i've had this sort of thought process all this time changing it and seeing what happens, just keeping an open mind, I think is really important and really useful.
So as time goes on, I will report back on how that's affecting our revenue and how it's working for us and I will share with you guys. So to summarise why it's good to consider testing a minimum of one night stay. The first thing is that guests often search using just one night in their searches, whether it's booking.com or wherever it is. They won't necessarily put in the actual dates they want to stay and they might just be searching up a type of accommodation that's available in the area. And if they put that in and you've got a two night minimum or more, then your property won't show up. It will show up as sold out on those dates if they search even with a specific name. Otherwise, it just won't show up at all in booking.com as an example. And in other uh, online travel agents, it would be a similar thing. It won't come up in a one-night search. But they may be planning to stay for a lot longer than that. Also, second thing, guests may travel alone and you might only have one person staying, but they may well book as a group or you know several people together and it depends what kind of rates you have but we have an additional rate per guest over the first guest so that's another reason that it can work really well so we've had the booking for three guests and the third thing is that if your cleaning fees and in fact your linen fees are added separately then that mitigates the fact that your revenue is lower even if it's one guest and you've got that extra benefit in that as well as covering the cost of the cleaning, then it doesn't get added to the commissionable rate in booking.com as an example. Uh, cleaning is not revenue. You, I would invoice for it separately. It's a cost, so it doesn't get added to your revenue either. And you don't get charged commission on that in booking.com. And the fourth thing is that I would definitely add same day bookings to your availability. Lots of times workers have booked last minute and just thinking about it a bit more, we've had people who are visiting relatives in hospital. We had a chap come to visit his mother. He came from Canada and he was a same day booking and he extended his stay because not all trips are planned and obviously that kind of thing has a lot of variables in it. So you're just helping your guests with your availability there. And so thinking of these same day bookings, number five is be ready for those last minute bookings. Make sure that your changeover clean is also a setup clean for the next guest. And they may need a different configuration of bed. If you don't know in time, and um, if you offer things like ZipLink, then have everything available and easy to find if you need to send one of your team or ask one of your team to go and organize that for you, or you may be doing it yourself. Uh, then let's be organized so you've got the linen available and you know all the bedding you need and towels etc and perhaps have a different thing about your welcome pack so that's what we do because we offer a wider selection of bespoke things for guests who booked in advance so those things may help you and as I said we've had experiences just recently where it, actually it was fine, it was viable to do a one night stay and we've got an upcoming booking. But also, just to summarise, the last thing is that if people have never stayed with you before but they do want a longer term booking, which could be anything from, you know, a week to three months, six months, likely as not, they might want to test out the property. And so 
they might just book one night and that could lead to a lot more bookings later. So I hope that's helpful for you and I look forward to seeing you next time. Do comment on the Service Accommodation Secrets Facebook page or in the group or ask to be added to the group if you'd like to join in with the community. Okay, thanks guys. Sharing the Secrets of Success